Chapter 19 Men Need Other Men Some men sailed with the wind until that decisive moment in history when events propel them into the center of the storm. John F. Kennedy, Profiles in Courage. Here's a question for you. Besides your father, what men have had the most influence in making you the man you are today? Many of us can reflect on the influence of a boss, a friend, a teacher, or an older man who had a simple belief in us. Several men would list an athletic coach from their youth. There's something about the training and admonition of a coach, combined with the ups and downs of athletic competition, that etches lasting memories into the minds of young men. Our paths cross many people during our lifetimes, but only a few have a significant impact on our lives. Most often, these are the ones who take a personal interest in passing on their knowledge, wisdom, and experience. They are mentors. When I think of those who have mentored me over the years, my mind focuses on men like these. Don Meredith, a fellow crew staff member who helped ignite a vision in me for marriage and family. H.D. McCarty, my college pastor, who listened to my wild ideas and gently guided me into a love for Jesus Christ. Bill Bright, who modeled wise leadership for the 33 years I worked for him. He believed in me and asked my opinion on important matters. Dr. Howard Hendricks, who believed in me and has repeatedly given me his time and his wisdom. Steve Robinson, a friend who realized that coaching me in my golf game was hopeless, <laughs> but who did coach me in the discipline of marketing. Crawford Loritz, a buddy who didn't know how to catch fish until I taught him, and a valued counselor in helping me become more effective cross-culturally. Ed Ligon, who saved my bacon in the 80s when family life was growing 40% a year and mentored me as a leader. Merle Engel, a real friend who modeled servant leadership in innumerable ways. Bob Lapine, a mentor in radio who in the process became a trustworthy friend. And Scott Beck, who came alongside me as a mentor at pivotal times and in the process became an authentic friend. Many others have taught me about life, about faith, and about relationships. Looking back on it all, I should be smarter, better balanced, and more effective than I am. But because of the investments these men have made in me, I am truly blessed. As one man said to me, Dennis, some men can live a lifetime and have only one man who has stood alongside them, but you have several. You are a wealthy man. I agree. As I think about these experiences, I'm reminded of what a mentor once told me. The greatest impact of a man's life is between the ages of 50 and 75. Men, did you hear that? Your life isn't over when you get your first AARP invitation. It could be just beginning.
A mentor is a life coach, a tutor and instructor who recognizes that he has the privilege and duty of passing a baton in a generational relay race. Stepping up and becoming a mentor can be one of the most definitive and courageous steps a man makes in his lifetime. Every man needs a mentor, and every man needs to be a mentor. We need another man to speak into our lives, cheering us on, imparting the courage to persevere, summoning us to keep stepping up. In turn, we need to mentor others. This is our generational responsibility. Understand this, however. To ask a man to mentor you takes courage, and to become a mentor, it takes even more. The greatest proof that mentoring requires courage is that so few men do it. When it comes to being a mentor, many men suffer from self-doubt. They question whether they have anything of value to share with a younger man or they worry that they don't know how to be a mentor. Men reason that they aren't qualified or have no training. Mentoring can be viewed as an assignment only for those who have a certain personality or gifting. One man posted this statement on my Facebook page when I mentioned that I was writing about mentoring. He said, I seriously doubt that I would ever be a mentor, as I'm not one of the visible or popular men in my church. Some see mentoring as something they only do in the workplace. Others are unwilling to set aside their desires for how they'll spend their time. A few want to mentor younger men, but don't know how to find someone. To become a mentor requires the courage to press through these obstacles, acknowledging that life is about more than your agenda or your pleasure. It means ignoring your feelings of inadequacy or fears of failure, and getting involved in the lives of younger men who need to be challenged to step up. A man's legacy involves believing in and empowering younger men. I recall wondering if I had anything to offer younger men, so I decided to compile a list of life lessons. As I unearthed my inventory, I found that many of my best lessons weren't from my successes, but from my failures, mistakes, and poor decisions. Through these, I've learned the great value of perseverance, a lesson that I find myself passing on to many men who are straining under the weight of their own blunders. Marianne Rodmacher wrote, Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. When Michael asked me to mentor him, I was honored as well as afraid. I had absolutely no idea how to be a mentor or what the process entailed. It was like standing on the edge of a cliff 40 feet above a river, full of fears and uncertainty, but realizing I needed to jump. So I leaped up and out into what felt like thin air. <laughs> We'd meet together over lunch once a month and chat about the challenges he was facing and lessons I was learning.
This man-to-man encouragement went on for several months until finally, Michael felt safe enough to confess the issue that was sucking the life out of his marriage and family. It was debt. A new pickup truck on payments, a nice new home with a fat mortgage, and more than $30,000 of credit card debt. When Michael dumped all that red ink on the table where we were having lunch, he knew it was time to clean up his act. He knew that I loved him, and he knew that the jig was up. It was D-Day, deliverance from debt. I challenged him, melt your credit cards, which he did. Sell your truck, which he did. Downsize your house, which he did. Begin paying off all these debts, which he has done. That was nearly a decade ago, and as I am writing these words, I think about an email that Michael recently sent me. He said, I'm eternally grateful for the investment you made in me. You encouraged me to be the man on my 40th birthday, and you gave me the definition of being the man. Guys, this is the reward that God designed every man to experience. As a man stands on the manhood step, it's a good thing to be facing upward, thinking about mentoring. As you contemplate becoming a mentor, I want to encourage you to begin asking God to give you a couple of men to mentor. This may not be the most courageous thing you've ever done, but I promise you, it will be one of the most important and satisfying things you will ever do as a man. Here are a few of the things I've learned from mentors who've come alongside me through the years. The best measure of what a man can do is what a man has done. Making bad decisions helps you learn to make good decisions. Once the facts are clear, usually the right decision jumps out at you. Communication is not what is said, but what is heard. Every man needs margin in his calendar for the unexpected at work and at home. No amount of success at work will compensate for failure at home. Debt is dangerous. Lifelong male friendships are challenging, but every man needs a friend who can speak truth into his life. A man needs to be accountable to another man. Praying with his wife is the most powerful thing a husband can do every day. Every man is leaving a legacy, so why not be intentional about the legacy you leave? A life lived without God, the scriptures, and complete daily surrender to Jesus Christ is a wasted life. <music>